like coming up with like a stick and like beat yourself up on your way to your goals or you can love yourself into your goals Mm -hmm. and the person that you're becoming when you love yourself into your goals we have young women in business today that are like I have all the opportunities that men have like I you know nothing's holding me back and yes like on the external world women have more opportunities than ever before part that I want to focus on is like how do we as women regardless of what's happening in our external world show up and be our strongest, most worthy, most confident, empowered selves. When I first became a coach, I really had a hard time telling people what a coach does. She said it's not helpful to think about all the things you don't want. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to do this and I don't want to this and I don't want this situation and I don't want this thing. And it's not really attracting what you do want because you're not clear. You're just focusing on the things you don't want instead of like, I want this. We want to invite you to the first annual Munch Bunch Wellness and Rejuvenation Retreat in the Dominican Republic, November 9th through the 12th, 2023. It will be an all-inclusive retreat meant to refuel you, give you a chance to rest, relax, and network with others in our Munch Bunch family. We will also be talking about ways to get out of your own way so you can live your dreams, build your business, and do what you need to do. So check it out. The link is in the description, and the dates are November 9th through the 12th. Hello, and welcome to the Munch Bunch podcast. I am your co-host, Megan Vinoy, with my Mayo bestie and real-life bestie, Kimmy Nishimoto. And today, we are so excited uh, to have our special guest, Allison McCoursier. And she is the founder of Clear Coaching. Um, You may know her online as the Instagram girl. You may have known her as the clear aligner coach, but Allison has really grown and evolved with her brand and coaches on so many different levels. So today we're actually going to talk about her newest program and I'm so excited to dive into that. But before we do, Allison, we'll go ahead and let you say hi. And before you fully introduce yourself, we'll let you pull the affirmator. Hello, hello. So good to be here. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. I love both of you. So this is going to be a fun, this is going to be a fun podcast. Yes. And we mutual feelings. So, Mm. all right. Kimmy has got the affirmators. Okay. So this is for our Munchie Monday, our positivity message of the week. And you get to just tell me when, and then I'll stop. When. Okay. I don't know why, but this reminds me of you. It's like a cute little animal floating away in a beautiful cloud. I love this. (laughs) It's very dreamy. I don't know. It just screams Allison to me. Um, So the affirmator for the week is boundless love. Today, I'll open my eyes a little wider and walk a little taller, noticing that the world around me is filled with tiny miracles. With this in mind, it's easy to fall in love over and over again with everything from honeybees to neon signs. And while I'm feeling this inspired and in this love, everything else sort of falls into place. 
Oh, I love that. It's so funny. I actually just with my own coach decided that my word for the rest of the year is love. So this is perfect. (laughs) The affirmators don't lie, you guys. Like we, like it's wild. There's so many. And yet every time we pull a card, somehow it's like, oh, yep, that goes perfectly Mm -hmm. with this episode. So it's really fun. I, I love doing the affirmators and I think boundless love and love in general is, you know, such a big part of really kind of where you've been moving your coaching into. So tell us a little more about your background and how you got here and what you're doing now. And we're just so excited to talk more. Thank you. Yes. Oh my gosh. I just, I'm thrilled with this theme of love because it really does tie in so perfectly. So I started off, I lived, I grew up in Canada, Southern Alberta, and I decided when I was 10 years old, I was like, I'm not suited for this climate. So I got out of high school, decided to become a dental assistant because I knew it could get me a job in a different country as fast as possible. And I ended up getting a job in Bermuda when I was 19. So I grew up there in my entire adult life. I worked as a dental assistant, moved into treatment coordinating, and then I was managing the office when I was 24. Um, loved my practice. It was my family and really fell in love with the process of human development. So I was able to grow the practice a lot using clearliner systems, clearliner therapy, but most importantly, like developing a really robust and powerful team and creating great systems. And so as I continued to kind of evolve and think about what's next for me, I knew that I had a bigger vision than being in that office and, you know, being there, I was there for a decade. And so I decided to go back and become a professional coach. So I went to a year, um, my program was based out of Boston and I did a coaching program through IPEC, International Professional Professional Excellence of Coaching. And I launched my coaching business, Clear Coaching. And I started off coaching female founders and entrepreneurs, um, women's mindset, you know, their kind of heart set. And as I started speaking in dentistry, I got really kind of pulled into a lot of different areas in dentistry. I got the opportunity to speak on a lot of big stages in the last couple of years. And really in the last probably six months or a year, I realized that like truly my passion is coaching women in business, in dentistry, um, to help them feel worthy, confident, empowered to be able to do whatever they want with their life and to kind of expand into their fullness, into their greatness and not let anything hold them back. And, you know, I see this a lot through social media because my, I have a marketing agency, um, we see a lot of people holding them back on themselves back online, like not speaking their truth or not getting on camera. I see it in my dentist that I coach, not expanding to the greatness of their practice because they don't know how to really dream big or ask for what they want or have more conversations. And so the last two years have been such a journey of really seeing that through line of what can potentially hold us back as women specifically and what we need in order to kind of self-actualize. It's one of my greatest values is like living in a world and in a life that we're constantly evolving into like our greatest being. It's not about becoming someone that we're not. It's about allowing ourselves to fully express our greatness. So that's where I am today. And I spend a lot of time now um, building my coaching program, um, empowering, coaching, mentoring female leaders, female dentists, and teaching a lot on like finance and money mindset and all those things that like typically have kind of like that ickness when it comes to our own kind of self-worth or worthiness yeah and that's I think that's so amazing because it is such a missing piece of I don't know being a woman like in so many ways right like 
typical gender roles have been like, and this is how my like grew up in my house is like, my dad took care of the finances and my mom took care of the girls, right? Like us girls have three sisters. And when my dad had his traumatic brain injury and he couldn't do those things anymore, um, you know, I had to like show my mom like from scratch, like not that she doesn't know how to wow. write a check or pay a bill, but she'd never done online banking before because she didn't need to, right? Mm-hmm. Now she's a superstar, you know, six years later, she's got like her whole spreadsheet and, you know, but these are just things that she didn't have to worry about before. So even generationally, you know, being a like a money type of person and having that money mindset, it was new to me. And that's been a big, big change that I've been like working through this year too, because it's, you know, like money in the hands of good people is always going to do good things. Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. And like what you said about generationally, like we have young women in business today that are like, I have all the opportunities that men have. Like I, you know, nothing's holding me back. And yes, like on the external world, women have more opportunities than ever before. Mm-hmm. But what we don't realize is that there's this internal call it generational trauma that we've experienced from, you know, not that long ago, women were allowed to do things that we were property. And, you know, it's not the case anymore. Thank goodness. And I'm so grateful for that. But like, we have this generational belief structure that gets passed down to us. And so right now, when women are showing up in meetings or in like situations that they have to really kind of like show up with this confidence, a lot of times they're experiencing imposter syndrome, lack of belief, lack of, you know, self-doubt. And it's not because there's something wrong with them. It's because there are subconscious beliefs that have been programmed programmed in them for years because of the history of women. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it like 1977 or sometimes in, in the seventies is when like women were first allowed to even get credit cards. Like yeah, the seventies wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no. And that was like our moms, <laughs> like, you know, our yeah. mom's generation. And so we're learning from our moms and you know, it does, it impacts us in, in subconscious ways and in kind of our mindset and our belief system, which matters a lot in the things that we do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. I've been reading a lot about imposter syndrome lately and how it really does affect women so much more deeply. Um, you know, not that it doesn't affect men, it does, but in a different way, it really truly does impact women so much more deeply and I think I was reading last night it's like two and a half times like women have to do about two and a half times more research um, in the research space to get like the same credentials as men who are doing research right and so as much as we want to even say like oh like we're that's not the case anymore like oh you shouldn't have like this imposter you know feeling like we see it all the time like we see Mm -hmm. that it has been integrated into like the ways that we've been raised. Like if you're assertive, you're bossy, right? Mm -hmm. Right. If you're confident, then you must be arrogant. Right. And those things don't go hand in hand. And so, you know, how do we undo it? How do we, how do we reprogram our minds to not stand for that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I want to focus my you know, my efforts on the world, I always think like the ways that we're spending our life, like we're trading our time, we're trading our life for what we do. And I, I want to spend my life on that mission, not about, you know, the policies and the systems and all of that stuff is really important. But the part that I want to focus on is like, how do we as women 
regardless of what's happening in our external world, show up and be our strongest, most worthy, most confident, empowered selves, because that's something that we can always control. Like we get to, we get to decide how we get to show up and does it take some work, some subconscious reprogramming. Um, It takes a lot of honesty, a lot of like looking in the mirror, accepting who you are and not listening to the noise. I think that the world has like really put on us in some ways. And so it's, I always say this to my clients, it it could be some of the most important work you're ever going to do is the work where you truly learn how to love yourself and Mm -hmm. honor yourself and step into that woman that you envision as like the greatest expression of who you are. Mm -hmm. So Allison, I love everything you just said, by the way. Um, When Megan and I got to meet you and we got to spend an afternoon just hanging out, that was like really special. And I've actually thought about you for the last couple of months. Every time I say the word clear, which I feel is like your thing, your vision, your, that's your word is clear. Every time I say the word clear, I think of, oh, my friend, Allison. Um, so what is clear to you? Like, what does that word mean in your coaching, but also to you as a person? Mm, I love that. So when I first became a coach, I really had a hard time telling people what a coach does because it's like, what are you a sports coach? Are you like a, you know, relationship coach? And I was trying to figure out like the ways that coaches really make a huge impact on people's lives. Like personally, I know that my coaches have changed my life. Like they have helped me become the meest me that I could have ever become in the place that I'm at in my life today. And I know I've done the same for other people that I've coached. And I think that when it comes to being clear, it's about just having that clarity of yourself, your own vision, your own mission in your life, your focus of the future, your own definition of success. And I'm an educating junkie. Like I listen to podcasts all the time. I love podcasts. I love audiobooks. Like I think they're so important to learn. And there is this other element of learning that comes just from being clear on who you are. And Oddly enough, you'd think that almost it would be easy. Of course, I know who I am. Of course, I know what I want. But most people don't. And I think (laughs) clear coaching was like, you will get clarity on every aspect of your life that you need to in order, again, to self-actualize, to have the life, the career, the business, the relationships, whatever it is that you want. The first step is getting clear on what it is that really matters to you. And something that I talk about all the time um, is, is, really getting clear on like what is your life for when you can look to the end of your life and think you know it's my last day and my it's my last few hours in this world and I'm looking back what really made it matter to me what what was really my purpose in that and when you can like look ahead to that and like honor our mortality it gives you clarity it gives you clarity on like what matters what doesn't who are the people in my life that I want to keep in my life who aren't you know, what, what do I want to spend my time on? What don't I? And I think the sooner you can get clear on who you are, the sooner you will have more joy, more success, more love, more abundance, all of the things will come to you because you, you're honoring the person that you are and why you're here. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. I I do that a lot. Like, um, kind of that future planning and then work your way backwards of, okay, well, what are like the micro steps I could be taking to, get to who I am when I'm 80 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think too, what trips a lot of people up is they have these like real desires in their heart, right? Like they, but they almost have a hard time 
admitting what they are and they're like is that actually like is that actually a real idea is that you know or if I really share what's on my heart or what I really want to do this desire what are people going to think about me mm-hmm. and really like our desires are kind of supposed to be like our north stars to what we really want and what we really want to go towards and not pushing you know when we push away those desires and then all of a sudden we're constantly in conflict or we're you know feeling empty or we're chasing this like imaginary thing right it's almost like when you like like want to eat that like brownie right and you're like oh that brownie's like too many calories or whatever and or it's not healthy right and then like you end up eating like 25 different snacks like in the rest of your cabinet yeah. and like not have the brownie and you're like, wait a second, I just ended up eating way more calories than like the thing that I wanted, right? I feel like so many people get stuck in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to introduce this Thought for Tots course, a parent's guide for toddlers ages two to five for Mini Mayo. We have Megan and Kimmy going over nasal hygiene, myofunctional exercises, breathing exercises, tongue tie healing protocols, and then we have Jenny June going over sleep hygiene and Kelsey Baker going over feeding therapy and body work. Uh, the course is 297 and the link will be in the description. Um, I heard this thing, um, actually it was in our previous podcast with Alexandra, the hypnotherapist talking about mindset. She said, it's not helpful to think about all the things you don't want. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to do this. And I don't want to this. And I don't want this situation. And I don't want this thing. And it's not really attracting what you do want because you're not clear. You're just focusing on the things you don't want instead of like, I want this and this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And then honing in on that versus all of the other things that are like more fear-based, like mm-hmm. more of that negative energy. So I thought that was an amazing, amazing point. Yes. And I think that we can see that we're either motivated, like if we let ourselves, we're either motivated to like avoid fear or avoid pain rather than kind of going towards the things that I love, Megan, that you use the word desire. Like it's not a want, it's not a need, it's, a, it's what we desire. And there's a level of, I would say, kind of like stability and creation that you have to be in order to even like honor your desires and to trust your desires. And if we can stop looking at like, I don't want that, I'm scared of it, I'm fearful of it, I don't want that, to learning that everything that comes into our life, that is something that we don't want, the only purpose of it is to teach us what we do. And so we thank it. We're like, thank you for this experience because I've now learned I do not want that. I don't want that experience. And so it's taught me what I do want. And then we focus our attention all on what are we creating? What are we building? What are we desiring? And staying in that energy. Yeah. Like, thank you for coming in my life. I love you. Now you're gone. Okay. (laughs) Now I know where I want to go from here. Like, and I think that's also kind of how I've seen my like career evolve, right? Like I was a dental hygienist. I've been a myofunctional therapist now, right now. And all those things have served me in so many positive ways. And now my desire is to help other moms like me grow into six figure plus businesses, right? Because I've seen moms struggle and I've seen myself struggle and, you know, being able to help other moms in that way is my like, now my desire doesn't mean I 
don't like can't appreciate being a dental hygienist or I can't appreciate like all of my myofunctional therapy stuff right like it's like your desires can change and grow based on where you're at in your life 100% and I think something I want all every human in the entire world to know is that we are designed for expansion like we're wired for expansion we will grow no matter what we do like we can try to grow we could not try to grow but we're going to grow and it's like where do you want to grow like let's decide that now or just honor the little nudges inside of us that are like hey you know what something that would be really fulfilling to me would be to help other moms like not go through the same thing I did or not go through or go through faster what I went through and it's a it's allowing yourself permission to expand Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people get stuck on like wait but my identity was a clear liner coach or a social media guru but it's okay to continue to evolve in fact we're hardwired to do it Mm. it's so funny you bring up permission because that's my phrase for this year last year was let's just do it this year is permission and I was at a women's retreat in Mexico and I actually got a tattoo that says permission (laughs) so I I like to joke that anytime I feel like I need to give myself permission I just like rub my little permission tattoo (laughs) I love that it's that's a very like strong and powerful even realization that we we need to give ourselves permission to be who we are and, you know, go for what we desire. So I love that. <laughs> it sure yeah. did hurt when I was getting it though. <laughs> I was like, maybe this is a mistake. I don't know. <laughs> you earned it. You earned giving yourself permission. Like you went through it and now you're ready for it. Yeah. My word this year is freedom. Um, and like, I am so excited for what the back half of the year is going to bring within that. So um, yes. Tell us more. Okay. So now you're into clear coaching, helping women in dentistry, helping women find their purpose. You know, your current coaching program's clearly worthy. So tell us more about that. Yeah. This clearly worthy was like, it was born out of my own need and desire to figure out what self-worth meant. I was building my company. I was hiring a team. I was moving at the speed of light we were really successful, like in many ways, um, on paper and, you know, on what everyone saw on social media, they were like, wow, you're doing so much. It's so great. But inside I felt pretty empty. I felt a little bit burnt out. And I realized that I hadn't really stopped moving or stopped pushing for probably like years, maybe even decades. And in 2020, during the pandemic, went through something really hard and you know, I had a relationship fall apart. There was domestic violence involved. And, you know, I thought I kind of did the right thing to heal. And I went to therapy and I, you know, talked to my friends. I got supported by my family, but I never gave myself time or space to really, you know, honor who I was after that. And it was probably last summer that I really sat down and I was like, you know what, you need to give yourself some time and space to really consider like, who you are today, what you need to move forward. And I recognize that a lot of the kind of cycles or patterns that I was in were all a result of me not feeling worthy of better, more, more respect, having the things that I wanted, um, slowing down, having rest. And so I, I got really fixated on that worthiness piece because I see it a lot in the coaching that I'm doing with women, like whether it be a protocol in the office or again, Instagram, it's that feeling of not worthy of you name it. That's so present. And so I worked with 
um, a psychotherapist. I work with my own coach. I did a ton of research. I went into the University of Toronto um, business school to learn about women in leadership and uncovered like a lot of what it, what helps women become or feel worthy. And so this program, I launched the beta program in September of last year and my clients just graduated from the program and it was just the probably one of the best experiences of my life. It healed me in many ways and just seeing the way that it impacted the lives of these women, I was like, okay, this is something really important. And every time I have a conversation with women, they put their hand up and they say, yes, I've experienced this. I feel this way, whatever part of my life. And I think that if, if in our world, in our business, we can focus on like these internal aspects of us that help us not only just like break through walls, but not even see these walls in front of us. We just open the doors. I think having that internal feeling of worthiness, we hold boundaries. We ask for what we want. We create a life that is sustainable rather than burning us out. We say no to the things that don't align with us anymore. And we ultimately become more successful. And again, it's not about becoming like becoming someone else or striving to like be your best you. It's like, no, just allow yourself, like give yourself permission to be who you are. And so the kind of the four pillars of worthiness that I've come to build are the first one is know yourself, like truly know who you are. And one thing my coach said to me, like, Alvin, why do you keep, why are you always busy? Like, what are you running away from? What are you hiding from? She's like, you're always busy. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to face myself, you know, like <laughs> never experienced else. that in my life. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Most women haven't. We're usually very <laughs> But she's like, think about that. So I took actually a whole month and I sat with myself. My friends were like, where are you? What are you doing? I like locked myself in my, in my condo. And I did a ton of like meditation, journaling, soul surgeon, just who are you? And in that process, I recognized that like, we need to know who we are, all of us, every single part. And then the second step of this worthiness piece is accepting yourself. So even if there's mistakes that you've made, even if you didn't like the person you were 10 years ago, even if you're ashamed of something that's happened in your life, accept it, accept it all. And then the third piece is to honor yourself. So now that you know who you are, you've accepted who you are, honoring yourself means that you ask for what you want. You, you speak your truth. You like don't shrink yourself. You be who you are because you're honoring the truest version of you. And then the final piece is to love yourself. And when I say love yourself, like that was something my therapist would say, or, you know, people would say like, you just need to like love yourself. And I'm like, I don't know how, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Like, like what, what does do that you even mean? mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like light a candle and have a bubble bath. I don't know. And I knew how to love other people. I knew how to see the gifts in other people. I knew how to like believe in other people, but I didn't know how to love myself. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's a crazy thing to say out loud because you're like, wait, what do you mean? But that process helped me like know who I am, accept every single aspect of myself, honor that person. And then that was the way that I fell in love with myself and the person that I'm becoming. And I always say to my clients, I'm like, you can either like push yourself with like a stick and like beat yourself up on your way to your goals or you can love yourself into your goals mm -hmm. and the person that you're becoming when you love yourself into your goals into your the, the you that you're becoming is a much more comprehensive person it's a more aligned person and like same thing 
what you said, Megan, like you, you face the things that you want, you accept who you are. And ultimately, I think it, it gives you freedom. It gives you freedom to have a life that you love to live. And, you know, giving yourself permission to be yourself was one of the best things that I've ever done. Like I'm, I'm more authentic. I'm more real. I have less stress. I have more energy. I don't spend time with people I don't like. It's like unapologetic and it's fun. It gets to be so fun. Yeah, I love it. I read um, in one of the books that I was kind of working through some of my inner stuff with. And I like this is one of the first like biggest things I wrote down, right? It was self-acceptance is the most effective and loving way to begin creating new patterns, perceptions, and a new reality. Right. Yeah. It's not beating yourself up, right? It's um, you know, we've talked, I've talked about this in a previous episode, right? It's it's the coach who lovingly challenges you and not the coach that beats you down, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't like become a better athlete by somebody constantly screaming at you. You do it by somebody constantly encouraging you, right? It's just the same thing being a person, right? Like self-acceptance versus like self-beatdown. <laughs> like yeah is there really the way to want to make a change? Because why would you want to make a change on something that feels so negative? Mm. Yes. And like living in the head of someone, and like, trust me, I've been, I have lived in the head of somebody that beats yourself up all the time. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting and it's exhausting. not helpful. You think that you're helping yourself. You're like, be, be better, do better, be smarter, but you're not like, you're not helping yourself. So mm-hmm. when you can love yourself on your way to your goals and yeah, it's, it's such a better place to live. Yeah. And you actually want to make those changes and have that, those new patterns because it feels good. Mm -hmm. And when things feel good, we want to keep doing them, right? Like that's just Mm -hmm. kind of basic at its core. When something feels good, you want to keep doing it. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and that can be in any, any aspect. So I love that. Um, I love, and you called it the four pillars of worthiness. Mm Mm-hmm beautiful 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 so um ah I feel so motivated to like for my day (laughs) (laughs) I'm going into the day like just out here feeling like I'm gonna crush it so um if people want to learn more about your program where can they go yeah they can come to Allison LeCousier Instagram or they can look on Instagram for clearly worthy um, it's also on my dental business page called Your Clear Liner Coach. And then, of course, you can go to yourclearlinercoach.com and it will be there as well. Awesome. I, I have it. a question I've always wanted wondered. Um, your Clear Liner Coach, is that about like being aligned with your vision or is it about like clear aligners like Invisalign? <laughs> I love this. Okay, so when I was building this company, I was like being asked a lot to do like clear aligner systemization, like the aligner companies. And I was like known to really like blow up offices with clear aligners. So I was like, what is a name that I could have as like me being a professional coach that brings clarity and opens up doors and all of that great stuff. And also the aligner coach. So it was kind of a combination of both of them because I was like, I don't know which direction I want to go into, but I know that both of these work. So that's kind of where where it was born. Okay. I love a good both and, right? Like, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of how not just a mom was born, right? Like, is that like idea of you can I can take it a couple different places, right? Whether it's business coaching, whether it's like life coaching, whatever it is, like there's so much more to it 
than just one thing. So Mm -hmm. that's how not just a mom was born. (laughs) I love it. I love that. I love it. Okay. So give us a run through on your socials again, so people can follow you, get in touch with you, know where to find you. Yes. So Allison Lacoustier, just like my first and last name. Um, Hopefully they can see that in the show notes. I know my last name is hard to spell, (laughs) but um, Allison Lacoustier for my social and then your clear aligner coach is the other Instagram that you can come and find all my stuff at. I love it. And of course, you guys can find us at the Munch Bunch podcast. You can find Kimmy at Mouth Muscle Memory. You can find me at NWMFT or at XO Not Just a Mom. And then if you want to find us in person, we're getting closer and closer to our business building and clarity burnout retreat in November, November 9th through 12th in the Dominican Republic. We do have a couple spots left for the right people. So reach out to us if you want to spend time with us in person as well. And then we will catch you on the next Munchy Monday. Bye. Bye. We have a special offer for our Munch Bunch listeners. To book a virtual consult with Megan, she's offering a discount of $25 off. Just email her, Megan, at nwmyofunctionaltherapy.com or through her website, www.orofacial-myology.com. To book a virtual consult with Kimmy for the $25 off, email her, mouthmusclememory at outlook.com or through the website, www.mouthmusclememory.com. 